The minute that I came to St. Matthew's, I felt the sincerity of the congregation. Our life has changed in such a good way since being here, and that may sound cliche, um, but it truly has. We meet people every Sunday when you come, it's always somebody new coming in. St. Matthew's to me is a place of refuge. Coming to church has always felt safe. It's like definitely a, a place where I feel comfortable. I was led to the church because I, I felt like he was speaking to me. For me, it's definitely a place of love. And um, it's truly some great people in this church that really just want to, that really have like a heart for God and really just want to like just serve. The Holy Spirit has a way of, of sending a, a word to answer some of the questions that you might have. I've seen the impact that it not only had on my family, St. Matthew's, but also that it has in our community. I tell people, because they're seeing the difference in me, and they're saying, what, what are you doing? I'm like, me and my husband, we going to church. What church do you go to? And I say, St. Matthew's in Williamstown. And like, I'm so proud to say that I go there because it changed my life. It's home. It's, it's home.
the name of Jesus this morning. Father, we thank you for allowing us the privilege to come here and lift the name of Jesus, Lord. Touch, heal, and deliver this morning, Lord. Give us a word from on high, Lord, that we may do your will this morning, Lord. Touch somebody who may be in need of salvation. Cover us with your blood, Lord, and we'll continue to give you all the praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
I worship, my worship, you are good, Lord. How many of you know he's good this morning? Is he good? Yeah, he's real good, amen? Lord, you are so good.
name. Come on, give me some mic, man. It's worship. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all of his benefits, for he loadeth us with benefits. Jesus is worthy. Is he worthy? He's worthy to be praised. He's King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. He's the potentate of paradise. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending. Forget about yourself. Concentrate on Him and worship Him. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise. I said His praise. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord. He heard my cry and he delivered me. He delivered me. He delivered me from all my fear. Praise his name. Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus is Yahweh. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Emkadeh. He's Jehovah Sinkadu. He's El Elyon. El Shaddai. Say Tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. And regardless of what Wall Street is saying, regardless of what social media is saying, regardless of what the politicians are saying, Jesus is Lord. He began it and he's going to end it. He's got all In his hand. Now this one's for you. And because he lives, you live with him. Because he's victorious, you're victorious. Because he's risen, you will rise. Church, say amen. You may be seated. Scripture. Scripture will be 
Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 1 through 9. And it reads, excuse me, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again, another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter? Saith the Lord, Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. At what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to pluck up and to pull down and to destroy it. If that nation against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do unto them. And at what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build and to plant it. Second scripture is found in Ezekiel, the first chapter. Ezekiel, the first chapter. Now it came to pass in the 30th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river Shabar, that the heavens were opened. And I saw visions of God in the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jedetun's captivity. The word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel, the priest, the son of Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Shabar and the hand of of the Lord was there upon him. And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud, and a fire enfolding itself, and a brightness was about it, and out of the mist thereof as the color of amber, out of the mist of the fire, also out of the mist thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. May the Lord continue to bless those who richly apply his word. Good morning. Let us pray. Let us pray. Dear Lord, dear God, our Father in heaven, we worship you for who you are. You're Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You're Jehovah Nissi, our banner of victory. You're Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals us. And you're Jehovah Roy, the God that sees us, Lord God. You see our hurt, 
You see our pain. You see our frustration, Lord God. But most of all, Lord God, you see our fear, Lord God. You're the only God that can break through our emotional pain and help us in the midst of our situation. Lord God, move in a mighty way, Lord God. Stir our heart that we can praise you in the midst of difficulties, Lord God. Help us to realize, Lord God, that you're the God for the season, Lord God. Do you hear? Lord God, to save us, redeem us, and restore us back to you, Lord God. What would we do without you, Lord God? We need you, Lord God, to help us live in a sick world. We need you, Lord God, day by day. Lord God, we just say thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now watch over our pastor. Keep him strong, our leader, our friend, and our mentor, our pastor. It's in the name of Jesus I pray. And all the saints say, Amen.
Hallelujah! You are amazing. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Now, when we come in here for worship, you, you need to stand on your feet. You stand for them rap artists. Stand on your feet. Let's praise the name of Jesus. Let's exalt the name of Jesus. Let's magnify the name of Jesus. Let's glorify the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. May be seated, giving honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and to this great, great, great congregation, to the great sounding choir. God bless you. Thank you to our musicians, to our elders, ministers, deacons, co-laborers in the gospel. We greet you in a name that is above every name. I want you to learn some lessons. I try to teach this to younger people. Some of them are hard-headed. Pastor is purpose-driven. And when you're purpose-driven, you have a precedence and a priority, and it takes, I don't manage through relationships. You might get praise one Sunday and blessed out the next Sunday. I don't, I don't, I don't fool with that. I don't fool with that. And let me tell you what I mean. Right now, we are inundated with the commercialism of this system. Everything on TV is buying a truck, a car, necklace, lights, family meals, and everybody's in love. All that's a lie. Yeah, yeah, somebody need to preach it. The fact of the matter is, Jesus said, in this life, you're going to have tribulations. But, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. There are no perfect marriages. I got a couple of amens. There are no perfect people. There are no perfect ministries. Only Jesus is perfect. That's right. That's right. Amen. And because I'm purpose driven by the grace of God, I don't see faces. I don't see people. I see objectives. And you got to seek ye first First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else, here's the promise, will be added unto you. Do I have a witness? And, uh, you know, there have been pastors jealous and people saying things. I worked my backside off for 35 years putting this ministry by the grace of God in place. Amen. Uh, and and uh if if you have a if you have a hat 
of a position or you got a high seat, you got to earn it. You got to earn it if you, you're an elder, chairman of the board, or co-chairman, or uh, associate minister. You 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 got to earn that stuff. You know, and and that's 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 the military aspect of what I bring. You got to you got you know, you got to earn it. It's it's not your comfort zone, your uh, your historical stuff. It's a job description, and there are parts of the job description you may not like. You may have to chew somebody out. Chew them out. And if, and if I see you can't chew people out, you don't, you, don't, you don't need to be there. You know, Reverend Jackson got a high seat. He's secretary of the church. And he's assistant to the pastor. And when something go wrong, I chew him out, don't I? Go ahead, pastor. I tell, I, tell, I tell him he can really lose that seat. Sit him over there near the Christmas tree. You know, where much is given, much is required. So bottom line is... But let me let me let me get back about this uh, this uh, sense of priority and presence. My faith is first. There's nothing in this world more important than Jesus Christ. Nothing, nobody, nobody. Not Buddha, Muhammad, not Hindu, Confucius. Not all this other stuff we into. No, Jesus. Jesus will not take second place. He's first. And if you say you believe, it ought to affect your behavior. All right, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. My faith is first. My family is second. Not the church. My family. I take care of my family. Yeah. My family. And my family ain't none of your business. So so plug out. Before you get laid out. I take care of my wife and my kids. Amen. Hallelujah. My faith. My family. My finances, I've been tithing over 40 years, 10% or more. Don't look at me and get jealous because I lay aside the Lord's money. Amen? And I'm blessed of God. I'm not rich, I'm rewarded. Do I have a witness? The Lord is good. And my fruitfulness to this ministry is... It's paramount. While you still snoring, I'm up two and three o'clock in the morning meditating, praying, studying, asking God, what is it he would have me to do? Praise the name of Jesus. So the whole thing is that uh, there is a purpose-driven people go a long way. Purpose -driven, and, and the purpose has got to be in order. Can I get a witness? Uh, purpose-driven people are always... Blessed of God. Uh, he will not withhold any good thing from them who walk uprightly. Amen? Amen. Now, 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 all these are processes that we got to kind of come through, but the Lord is so good, and I'm really thankful to all of you. We had two members. One member gave us a check 
this week for $10,000. Come on, get the Lord a hand clap. Another member gave us a check for 7700 Get the Lord a hand clap. So the question is, what's holding you back? Now let me say, let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. Before you run out and spend all your money. You know, we, because we get evil when we get broke. So let me, let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me say this to you. I dare you to put Jesus first. I dare you to be purpose driven. Amen. And God will bless you now. And again, stewardship, we took in a hundred and forty thousand dollars, seventy-five of which we put away. We are blessed to God. Got over half a million in investments, credit cards, zeros. Three hundred thousand in fixtures. Can I get a witness? And you need to know none of this by accident. Amen. We are committed to excellence and order. Amen? Now, when you tithe, you're responsible to tithe to the Lord. Don't sit up there talking about where they got money. You won't get a thing. Can I get a witness? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to preach because folk get willingly ignorant when they come to church. Yeah, God don't want your leftovers. God wants to be first. So you need to tithe. Amen? God loves a cheerful giver. Praise God. Praise the Lord. And uh, so we are really thankful again to the Lord from whom all blessings flow. And God is mighty, mighty, mighty good. And I want to thank God for all of you for your prayers, participation, and just being here on Sunday makes the difference. But the reason for the season is Jesus. It's the birth of the Son of God when he took on flesh. Can I get a witness? And uh, that's why we worship him. Because Jesus is the Christ. Son of the living God. Amen. So we're thankful again from whom all blessings flow and Truly, God um, is awesome. God is awesome. And I want to thank God again for all of you. You're a great, great congregation, great people. And uh, we're going to make it. Next Sunday, should the Lord's Prayer Life delay is coming, it's Christmas Day. Can I get a witness? And we're going to be in our face. It's going to be in the place. 9 to 10.30, we're out of here. Amen? God is a mighty, 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 mighty good God. Okay, uh, now, Steve Jones, where are you? Steve is in charge of our college students, high school students and whatnot, and we want to ask all college students who are home on Christmas leave to come down front. Come on down front. Praise you. Apparently, ain't nobody call them. All right, come on down front. 
All college students that are home for Christmas. Is that it? Balcony, come on down. Lord is good. Any others? There you go. Okay. Now I want to do this as expeditiously as possible. Can I get a mic up here, please? Oh, he's got it? Okay, good. No, you can hold it. I want I want each listen, I want each student. I want each student to state your name and the college you attend and your major and speak into the mic. Go ahead, Steve. Thank you. Hi, I'm Nicole Collins, and I go to Camden Town College, and I'm majoring in music education. Amen. Good morning, St. Matthews. My name is Jay Shirley Jennings. I go to Rowan University, and I'm a history education major. Yo, I'm Brandon Walker. I go to Howard University. I'm, I'm a political science major. Hey, man. Good morning, St. Matthews. My name is Andrew Guy. I attend Harvard University, and I pursue a major in government and African-American studies. Hey, man. Good morning, St. Matthews. My name is Ashley Frazier. I'm a second-year medical student at Ross University School of Medicine. Hey, man. Speak loud. Good morning. My name is Asan Johnson. I attend the Holy Family University for biology. Amen. Good morning. My name is Monet Collier. I go to Winston-Salem State University, and my major is nursing. Amen. Good morning, St. Matthews. My name is Tayon Collier. I also go to Camden County, and my major is computer science. Amen. Morning. Uh, my name is Amir Johnson. I go to Rutgers Camden, and uh, I'm a computer science major. Hey, man. Hello, my name is Danielle Sosar. I didn't actually know if I should have came up or not, but um, I'm in my master's program for nursing, and I just became a certified school nurse. So. Hey, man. <laughs> My name is Samaya. I'll go to Camden County also, and I'm getting my primary secondary education degree. Hey, man. Good morning, St. Matthews. My name is Daniel Parker. I go to the Rowan University, and I'm a marketing major. Hey, man. Uh, good morning. My name is Arthur Seabrook. Um, I attend Virginia State University, and I am a graphics design major. Hey, man. Hello, my name is Hannah Sheffield. I go to the University at Buffalo studying biomedical engineering. Hey, man. Now, I want all the students to turn around and face me. Make Jesus first in your life. 
Amen. Because education without salvation is just information. And the Lord will lead you and bless you. Can I get a witness? You may be seated. Give the Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise. The matchless, miraculous, exalted name of Jesus Christ. I'm getting old because I get upset. I haven't seen anything about Mary and Joseph. Everything is, and a puppy comes out, and a truck comes out, and, or that Hallmark station, which is sickening. Christmas trees and everybody's in love. That, that's not a truism. Life is tough. You got to fight. The fight of faith. Can I get a witness? Sometimes up, sometimes down. Isn't that right? You got to be committed to the Lord, and the Lord will unfold everything else. Do I have a witness? Praise his name. All right. Praise the name of Jesus. Pastor loves you. Pastor loves you. Pastor loves you. Pastor loves you. Let me give you one of my shop right stories. I'm in ShopRite, and I'm going through the line, and this lady, I put my number in it, this lady, she, I said, honey, can you hit it so I can pay for it right now, Mo? It doesn't do it that way. I said, I do this all the time. So she going back and forth with me. Finally, the Lord says, be patient with her. Now, I'm patient. Tribulation <laughs> brings patience. Can I get a witness? And I had to learn, and I'm learning to be kind. Because I'm a fighter. I ain't kind. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn to be compassionate. So finally, the lady said, I'm sorry, this is my first day. I said, there you go. <laughs> but I was glad that I was patient, and I, I told her Jesus loves her, you know, and all that. But I said, I do this all the time. Anyway, we went right along. <laughs> then I started to tell the manager, you need to train people before you put them on a, uh, uh, on a cash register. Can I get a witness? But the Lord is good. Isn't the Lord good? In spite of us. Isn't the Lord? Isn't the Lord good? All right. Praise his name. Praise his name. Now, who's the reason for the season? Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. He is. I bought two toys this morning for the giving tree. And I want to give them to Tanya this morning. And uh, you know when you bless, when you can give to others. It's not all about you. Can I get a witness? When you can get love to others. Kindness to others. Can I get a witness? Lord is good. Now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. Thank you, Steve. Great job. You can't be God-given no matter how you try. We're taking up one offering, our tithes. What is the tithe? This is the 10th. said, give, Luke 6, and it will be given back to you. Pressed down, running over, flowing 
Take God at his word. He means it. He will bless you. Amen? And our great choir will come and sing. Church, say amen.
What a mighty God we serve. Can I get a witness? Thank you for your giving. Thank you for your presence, your participation. The Lord will bless you. Now, now let me give clarity on something. There's nothing wrong with family, meals, fellowship, buying presents, and enjoying yourself around the house. There's nothing wrong with that. You just have to put it in its proper place. Jesus. Jesus is first. Can I get a witness? Come on with the offering. Praise the Lord. They don't want to hear me no more. Come on. Let's stand for offer to you. All things come of thee, O Lord. All things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own, as we give of thee. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for all of you who teach classes. Amen. We're rebuilding the church. Choir.
Another was given one. Hallelujah. And when the master came back, he wanted to see what did you do with the talents that I gave you? What did you do? And the one that had five said, Master, I give you back five, I give you double, I give you ten altogether. 
And then he turned to the one that had two talents. And he said, Master, I give you two more. Hallelujah. Thank you. But when he turned to that one, that wicked one, he said, what do you have to show for the talent I gave you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, Lord, Lord, I was afraid. And so I buried my talent in the ground. Hallelujah. But he was wicked. He was wicked because he didn't trust the Lord. He let his fear block him. He didn't believe that God had given him everything that he needed to prosper. I'm asking you, what will you do with your talents? to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We give honor to all of our members, friends, our college students. And we thank you for being here this morning to lift up the matchless, exalted name of Jesus. God bless you. You may be seated. Let's give our choir a hand clap. Come on now. I want to say to the college students, stay focused, stay faithful, fruitful, and finish well. Be driven. Be driven. We thank the Lord. We had three students from Harvard. Wow. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Now we do have communion today, so I want to move as expeditiously as possible. Uh, If ever... There was a rescue mission, a resuscitation, a resurrection, a regeneration, and a restart of righteousness. It is here in Ezekiel 37. An oldie but a goodie. The valley of dry bones. Mm. Ezekiel was a peculiar person, different. 
he was in captivity by Nebuchadnezzar Babylon at the river Chebar near his other contemporaries Daniel Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego and uh, Jeremiah and Abaca they were all in captivity and um in chapters 1 and 2, Ezekiel is caught up in a vision and he sees a majestic machinery of God's majesty. He sees the movement of God where when God moves, everything moves with God. We call it a wheel in a wheel. Seraphims, living creatures. And these seraphims reflect the glory of Jesus Christ. And, and, and Ezekiel, Ezekiel, he was at the river Shebar, and God came to him and said, Son of man, called him his watchman. He gave Ezekiel 12 illustrations of judgment, of which I'm only going to name two. He said, Son of man, here's what I want you to do. I want you to lay on your right side a few hours a day for 390 days, which symbolizes the judgment of the 10 tribes up north, Israel. And then I want you to lay on your left side a few hours a day for 40 days, which symbolizes the judgment of Judah, the two tribes. And when you add 390 and 40, you get 430, for 430 years, a day a year, Israel will be under Gentile rule. And futuristically, futuristically, I will speak to them. Isaiah records the salvation of the Lord. And uh, Daniel records the kingdom of the Messiah, King Lord. Jeremiah records the judgment of God on the nations. But Ezekiel records the glory of the Lord. Glory, glory, glory. God is not going to share his glory with anyone. Not Trump. Not Biden. God's glory is way up. His glory. 
And God came to Ezekiel, and, and, and I want to move as expeditiously as possible in the 24th chapter and say, listen, at the time that Ezekiel and Jehoiachin were captured, Jehoiachin was king of Judah, when, it, when, it, when they were captured, here's what God told Ezekiel in the 24th chapter. Your wife, the heart of your life, will die. Your soulmate, the one you love tremendously. And Ezekiel, son of man, watchman, I don't want you to shed a tear. I don't want you to groan. I don't want you to moan. Because just as your wife has left, the nation has left me. Now, I, I, I you know, there, there are some aspects of pastoring. I, I, I don't know if a loved one that I love dearly dies and God comes along and says, don't shed a tear. Now, now, let me stop, pause, and park. I, I doubt if God tells you that today. Some of y'all ain't shedding tears because you upset, so I ain't, ain't fun with that. It's just... But he talks about the glory. Chapter 38, 39, he talks about God, Russia, Magog, Germany, and other parts who will descend on Israel in the last days. Lord, have mercy. And that Israel will not come back to God reunited until the millennium. Lord, have mercy. Um, watchmen. Watchmen, here's what you're responsible to do. You're responsible to tell Israel their sins. If you don't, I'll hold their iniquity against them, but their blood will be on your hand. I'm going to preach the word. Can I get a witness? Uh, and, and, and the fact of the matter is, he said, Strap up your boots and don't take your sandals off and don't put any morning uh, equipment on. I want you to be the watchman for the Lord. So God comes along in a vision and he transports Ezekiel as he's sitting by the river Chebar. He transports him to a graveyard. Hmm. Don't you know that God has got to move us in order to see our mess? I'm preaching up in this place. Now. I know you think you're fine. I know you think everything's fine. I know you're not. No, you're not. Yeah. You know, God, you know, we talked about face to face with Jesus and so God took the prophet in the vision and transferred him to a graveyard. And Ezekiel says, by the way, the 
prefix and the suffix of E-L denotes God. Daniel, Ezekiel, Elijah, other, you know, other, other names that are in the Bible. And he brings Ezekiel down to the graveyard. And Ezekiel said, when I got to the graveyard, I saw a lot of bones, naked and very, very dry. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I might be dressed up, but I'm very dry. Expose you and I to our brokenness before you can be a blessing to him. Now, I know you don't think you're broken. He said, I saw bones broken, battered, brittle bones scattered. There's something about graveyards that God gets glory out of. Lord, have mercy. Mm. When Jesus in John 11 was in Bethany, before he went to Bethany, he told the disciples, Lazarus is dead and I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there to the intent that you might believe. He delayed going to Bethany. When he got to Bethany, Mary and Martha, the cities, the sisters of Lazarus. And by the way, Lazarus was Jesus' best friend. He stayed at the house. He fellowshiped. And uh, Martha said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Mm. And Jesus said, your brother will live again. She said, well, I know he'll live again in the general resurrection. He said, I am. The resurrection. Sometimes it takes death before we can see the deliverer. Can I get a witness? Where have you laid him? And and notice the dialogue of Mary and Martha, because Mary Mary was cool. She laid she laid at Jesus' feet, but Martha and, and Mary and Martha are two examples of church members. One rests, one's rambunctious. One's faithful, one fuss. Yeah, don't look at me. But, 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 but Martha said, by this time he stinketh. And, and, and so these graveyards point out who God is in his glory. Do I have a witness? When Jesus died and was buried and rose again the third day, you remember this. James and John, Mary Magdalene came to them and said, the Lord is, is gone. And they ran to the tomb and, and John outran Peter, but stopped. Peter ran in and saw the, the grave clothes folded neatly. Lord have mercy. Can I get a witness? And later Mary Magdalene went back and, and the angel appeared to Mary and said, why are you searching for the living among the dead? He's not here. He's risen as he said. And do I have a witness? There's something about graveyards that exemplifies glory. 
God's got to move us in place to see our brokenness. And I'm broken, man. You're broken. We are broken people. That's why we criticize others. That's why we condemn others. That's why we judge others. That's why we're bitter. And, and, and that's why we're unforgiving. Is because we can't see our brokenness. It's tight, but it's right. If you and I could see our brokenness, we, we would spend all of our time trying to get God to fix us. He moves us to a place in order to see our mess. Mm. And then secondly, God becomes the medicine by where he deals with our mayhem. Son of man, rhetorical question, can these bones Ezekiel said, Thou knowest, Lord. Now, if that had been some of us, we would have quoted scripture. And Ezekiel said, You know, Lord. God said, I'm going to give you the medicine. Preach to the bones. Only the word of God is going to bring healing. Do I have a witness? Preach to the bones. And, 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 and then he said, preach to the wind. The wind is the Holy Spirit. And when the word of God is applied, when the wind is applied, the bones will come together. Only thing going to heal you and me is the word of God. You can go to all the counselors you want. Some of them going to hell. And you're going to see counselors who are going to hell. That's, that's a bad picture. I ain't talking about Leroy. Preach to the bones. Preach to the wind. And then, and then, and then Ezekiel sees this miraculous undertaking. He said, I heard a noise of clanging. The bones started coming together. Flesh came on the bones. And they were like an army standing. Lord have mercy. I don't know about you, but, but I, I've had a lot of brokenness in my life. Some of it is historical. Now, when I see people, now, please don't miss this. When I see recurring stuff, it's historical. If there's a troublemaker in the ministry and it keeps on happening, it's them. You got to pull them out. If you want a pastor, if you want to be a chairman, if you want to be an elder, you can't sit there and hope things get better. You got to make them better. That's right. That's right. I'm preaching to somebody up in here. Some of us want the privilege and positions, but we don't want the responsibility. Come on, come on. If you're a deacon or a minister and you don't come to church, bye, you out of here. That ain't what the Bible says. It's tight, but it's right. The, the, the fact of the matter is, is that... Uh, when you look at Ezekiel, God is saying, the house of Israel, Judah and Israel, will come together in the millennium. 
12,000 from each tribe. Tribulations, chapter 6 to 19. Chapter 20, Jesus shows up. He rules with a rod of iron. Israel recognizes the lordship of Jesus Christ. Mm. And, and when Israel recognizes the Lord of Jesus Christ, they will be saved by remnant. There is an interruption where God puts Israel on hold and ushers in the ecclesia, the church, which was never known. God's got some mysteries. And the minute the last person in the church age gets saved, God resumes his program with Israel. Do I have a witness? This thing is tight. And it's in Romans 11 that I want you to try to read at some juncture. Romans 10 is the past Jew. They were rebellious and they murmured. Romans 10, Romans 9 is the past Jew. Romans 10 is the present Jew. They're blinded. And Romans 11 is the future Jew. Are y'all praying with me? Paul, writing Romans 11, says, Oh, the depth and the greatness of God in knowledge. Who have known the mind of the Lord? Who has been God's counselor? I'm preaching up in this place, time. And pay attention to the prepositions. Prepositions are directional devices. Paul says, for of him, that's origin. All of your origin was in Christ. For of him and through him, another preposition, is operation. All your operations are in his hand. And to him, that's outcome. That's in his hand. He said, be glory and dominion and power, both now and forevermore. God had your back before you had a back. God had your victory before you prayed for a victory. God's got your family before you prayed for your family. Can I get a witness? No weapon that's formed against you shall prosper when the enemy comes in like a flood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I had to see my brokenness. Some of it historical. Some of it from my parents. If you know you had some brokenness from your parents, raise your hand. I want to see when people start lying. They were committed to Christ, but they had brokenness. Do I have a witness? We are broken people. We're broken. I can't make you any promises about love because I'm broken. I need God to fix that which is broken before I can be blessed. We're broken. Broken. My siblings were broken. My mother and father was broken. My grandparents were broken. Instead of you getting on these searches looking for who's your relatives, uh, search this out. They were broken. And because they were broken, you broken. Can I get a witness? 
broken all over the place. But when God makes us face our mess, he starts to show us the brokenness. Can I get a witness? Yeah. Then he gives us the medicine. Preach. Apply the word of God to your brokenness. Yeah. Preach to the wind, the Holy Ghost. Jesus walked in the upper room, walked through the walls, and then he breathed on them and said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Didn't he do it? God's got a plan and a purpose and a presence and a process and a power. Now unto him who's able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence. All glory, honor, and praise. Before God can bless you, he's got to start healing the brokenness. This thing is tight. We are broken people. Mm. And it's not until I see my brokenness that God can start blessing me. Do I have a witness? Be kind. I know you're upset. Be kind. Be compassionate. Pray for them. <laughs> feel like smacking the daylights out of somebody. Just, 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 just be kind. Be kind. Broken people trying to live as though they're whole. And the brokenness keeps reoccurring. The fact that I criticize Sister Gordon is evidence that I think I'm all right. I told Sister Gordon two weeks ago, I said, forgive me for all the names I called you the first two years of marriage, because I called some names now. Lovely wife. Can I get a witness? Praise the name of Jesus. But see, my brokenness can see straight. My brokenness can't feel straight. I'm preaching up in this place. God's got to put us in the graveyard to see our brokenness and then give us the medicine to fix the brokenness and then give us the majesty to praise him for unbreaking us. Do I have a witness? In the Lord God. In the Lord God. Now, I want you to think of five ways that you are broken this morning. Five. And I'm going to have each one of y'all come up here in the pulpit and tell me. Let's stand on our feet this morning. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus died for your sins, was buried and rose again. I want you to be honest with God. Be honest. Raise your hand if you want to give the Lord your life. He died. He was buried. He rose again with all power in his hands. He's the son of God and God the son. Just raise your hands. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're unsure if you're saved, raise your hand. Come on. Come on up. Come on up. 
Come on out. This is a soul-saving station. Come on out. Come on up. In the day that you hear my voice, harden not your hearts. Come on up. Praise Jesus. Stand right here, honey. Thank you. Thank you. Is there another? Come on up. All y'all ain't saved. Come on up. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. What a mighty God. We serve. Come on up. Step out. I need to give my soul to Jesus because the Bible says it's appointed unto men once to die, then the judgment. Thank you. Is there another? Is there another? Hallelujah. Is there another? Balcony. Is there another? Praise his name. Praise his name. Thank you so much, both of you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to follow Brother Arnold. He's dependable. He's going to lead you to Christ. Church, amen. Praise Jesus. Now, please be seated. Before you touch that basket, listen up. Jesus Christ had to sacrificially pledge. In the garden, he prayed to sweat like drops of blood fell off his brow. And here's what he said, I don't want to drink this cup. But nevertheless, not my will, but may thine will be done. Didn't he say that? And then he met him in the upper room. Judas was with him. And he saw Satan enter Judas. Jesus, sacrificially, he said, in the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread and broke it. He said, take eat, this is my body, broken for you. Then on the third passing of the cup, he instituted the communion. And he gave everybody wine and said, drink ye all of it. Remember, repeat, and proclaim this supper. For as often as you do this, you show remembrance of me till I come back. It's a sacrificial pledge. Do I have a witness? His body was, the bread was his body. The, the wine was his blood. And without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Do I have a witness? Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank God for you. You had to sacrificially make a pledge. They took him to Golgotha, the cross, put him on the cross, spit on him, smacked him, mocked him, took down his clothes, he became naked, put him in a borrowed tomb, buried him, but early, early, early. on Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. You in the Buddha, you're going to hell. You in the Muhammad, you're going to hell. You in the Confucius, you're going to hell. 
you in the chanting, you going to hell. There's only one name given unto heaven whereby we must be saved, and that's the name of Jesus. Now reach down in your baskets and grab the flax out. Be quiet. If you need help, raise your hand. We got a lot of deacons. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Pull out, pull back the flax and grab the, the wafer. This is a symbolism. The wafer is symbolic of the body of Jesus Christ, and eating is symbolic of believing. Can I get a witness? He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood. He's not talking about cannibalism, He's talking about believing. Let's take the wafer and place it in our mouth. And in placing it in our mouth, we're saying, Lord, I believe you died for my sins. Followed by the drinking of the grape juice, which is symbolic of his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Amen? 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 Can we get a song from the choir, a hymn or something like that? Did the musicians leave already? Can somebody say something? <laughs> when we all get to heaven. Stand on your feet. What a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus. Us, we will sing and shout the victory. Come on, everybody. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. When we all see Jesus, we will sing. And shout the victory. Now turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Can you see your brokenness? Can you see your mess? Do you know what the medicine is? And do you understand the miracle? That we will come forth like pure gold. Now, it's 25 after 10 for any pain in the butt. We love you. Have a great day. Jesus loves you and I do too. Have a great day. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewsfbc.org, click donation, and fill out the St. Matthew's Secure Contribution and Payment Form.